I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left, no reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. What do we do? He's been here once tonight. I think he'll come back. I'm going to wait for him. I still think I should notify the radio and television. No. If you do that, they'll see him on every street corner. They'll look for him in every house. Just tell your men to keep their mouths shut and their eyes open. Right. <laughs> hello. We're... Hello there. And hello anybody who, for whatever reason, is still subscribed to our podcast. We're very sorry. Really appreciate it. We're not, to be honest, let's not even go into apologies. We just haven't done one forever, but we're, we're back now. Um, you've got an excuse, I suppose. Is you, it... you, you're married now. That's no excuse at all. Yeah, but I mean, I imagine things have changed for you. Not at all. More responsible. No, loads more people asking me about how the wedding was and when we're going on honeymoon. Yeah. Don't put your foot on there, we're recording. No, right. When are you going on That's honeymoon, it. mate? Next February for the 50 millionth time. Yeah. I mean, not that I don't appreciate all the presents and <laughs> yeah. all the rest of it. Yeah, how quick you are to bite the hand that feeds that... me. <laughs> oh, we're the ones that pay for your bloody honeymoon. But that's the, that's not the reason why we haven't done a podcast. We've just been a bit lazy, haven't we? No, but I just want to highlight the contrast that since we probably did the last one, you've got married to a, a beautiful woman who, who's truly, you can spend happy the rest of your life with. Basically, <laughs> I've just got, my ears have got so full of wax that I, I, I do qualify to have him syringed. Fantastic. That, and how's yeah. the dating going? Ah, uh, I mean, I've actually, I've been on a lot. Oh yeah, they just I don't have sex. I'm kind of it's just like I'm like the Dalai Lama, really. You're just, Joey Tribbiani, but not, well, yeah, not no. really. Well, kind of like him because you never saw him having sex, but you imagine he just made it up, and he, <laughs> yeah. he was just like me. No, he's he's far better looking than you, yeah, and funnier. Yeah, I give him that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's it's only well, I mean, it's been a while. It's been like six months. But as someone who listens to podcasts myself. Like, I dip in and out of loads of different podcasts, so hopefully people aren't too pissed off and they're just happy that we're back <laughs> and pr- producing high-quality content I don't, I in don't my th- spare room yet I, again. I don't think anyone would have wasted a second worrying about it. Uh, but, we, you know, hopefully all, all the still the old favourites are still listening. You know, big up old Stevie, Jessica Parker. He won't be listening Jessica. anymore. Uh, well, I hope so. Anyway, go on then. Anyway, so we're back. We're back, baby. And we're back just in time for Halloween. So today, we got, I took Naya to the cinema the other day to watch the original Halloween, which I didn't think he'd seen, but apparently he reckons he had seen I've it. I've watched it about three times with you. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, well, I, well, I couldn't remember you watching yeah. it. So we're going to look at the original Halloween. Now, John Carpenter's Halloween celebrates its 40th anniversary this year. And amidst the excitement of a 2018 apparently final sequel starring Jamie Lee Curtis, much is being made of the original's influence on the genre. Halloween certainly injected new life into the horror genre and 
confidently, although possibly unknowingly, smashed down a firm set of rules for the emerging slasher subgenre. Laurie Strode, played by Curtis, is the archetypal final girl, a trope that would become pretty much concrete even up into the constantly changing rules of filmmaking today. Scream, in its own glut of imitators, made much of the rules of abstaining from sex to survive, as well as some of the more pragmatic tropes, such as investigating a strange noise, general distraction, unbelieving authority figures, mistrust of authority figures, and, of course, the classic, I'll be right back. The genius of Halloween was not in reinventing a genre, Many knife and other sharp weapon-wielding psychopaths had gone before, for instance, Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Black Christmas, to name but a few. But the cleverness came from relocating the threat. This had already started with the aforementioned films beginning to graduate horror from gothic castles, historic cities and the fantastical tales of Dracula, Frankenstein et al. Halloween went one further and placed this threat right in the middle of American suburbia. There's nothing remotely scary about Haddonfield. Even the events that provide the backbone of the film, Michael murdering his sister, is sadly these days not the kind of thing that you don't hear echoed in many towns all over the US and yes, even the UK. The stalking, <laughs> the stalking takes place in the middle of the day under the noses of everyone in the town. Not since the Wicker Man had horror been this unrelentingly bright on the retinas. And there's nothing more frightening than the idea of a monster walking around in front of a load of cops in the middle of the day, is there? Michael Myers himself isn't a crazed, grunting pervert like Leatherface. He isn't a gleefully malevolent sicko like Freddy Krueger. He isn't a repressed, bubbling cauldron like Norman Bates. He doesn't want revenge. He doesn't get kicks. He isn't angry. He isn't happy. He isn't sad. He just is. Far be it from me to talk about Jaws. But the closest parallel in horror to Michael isn't, as some would suggest, Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th, whose mummy issues and raging lust for acceptance puts him at the other end of the spectrum to Michael. It is, in fact, with the emotionist banality of the 25-footer that stalks Amity. It's nothing personal, it just is. And that's even more frightening. Yeah, well, that was a good one, wasn't it? A long one. But, I mean, yeah, I thought it was all right. Oh, thanks, mate. A really yeah. long one. Yeah, no, it was good. Although it did make me laugh. I laugh because... Yeah, you're uh, not supposed to laugh when I'm mid-flow like yeah, that. Yeah, but it's always cracked me up when people... It is true that there's a lot more... There's guns, basically, uh, in the in America, which does on... Um, obviously, there's a lot more murders there, and it's a much bigger place. But when people when people talk about, like, oh, yeah, they, they've got guns over there, this, as if Britain's just a load of, like... Uh, last the summer wine villages where the only violence is like uh, every like 30 years there'll be a tragic murder like you know or like and it's a well-meaning vicar whose wife is dying and he puts her to sleep <laughs> most of Britain is just like just absolutely feral just people what? stabbing each other and running like running wild yeah. <laughs> no but you know what I mean like, like what single out a few places oh the way what where you could go now and get shot yeah Nottingham, uh, any anywhere round here now, anywhere in London. What Crouch End? Like you've got what Finsbury Park? Crouch End, not Wood Finsbury Green. Park. You get shot in Crouch End. Yeah, you get shot anywhere. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, but do you like the film or? <laughs> yeah, I do. 
what I like what I like about this film. What is, was your take on it? Well, I because I've seen it before, and then we went and saw, saw it again in the cinema, which is obviously a nice touch. Uh, because you do forget. I don't go to cinema that regularly, but you do. It's a bit. It is better watching something on a massive screen, isn't it? Yeah, um, definitely. What I like about this is, about Halloween is um, normally it would irritate me how slow yeah. it kind of builds up, but you, I think you really appreciate it in this film because you from the start of it you kind of are aware of like this guy is a bit different um like he's he's, he's, got... he's a little bit different isn't he yeah. <laughs> no he doesn't go with the crowd does he no, oh, mickey but he's he's different to like is he like one of those cool he's like one of those cool 21 year olds who kind of <laughs> walk, walk, walks around with Zen in the art of motorcycle yeah. maintenance and smokes yeah. a cheroot and goes on uh, goes into raining around Europe no but he's um, <laughs> he's not one of them slasher killers where he's just you think this guy's going to lop the head off anything he puts the time in to wind him up like he's there he's watching then he's not and then oh god he's over there is that him again oh no it's not like, he's, you know to be fair though you serve that much time you will build up some patience you go into any sort of prison from when you're about what seven for butchering your sister. Yeah, yeah. Firstly, though, I think he was six. It's fifteen years, I, and then he was twenty-one, wasn't he? So. I never actually know, and I should know because we've done this for years now. But is Halloween like a is that a paranormal thing? I don't even know. What Michael Myers? Just Halloween, the thing. Is that paranormal? But you mean the the film though? Yeah. Well, Halloween, Halloween, the holiday is obviously paranormal, but Halloween. The film, I mean, yeah, because pe- people have this with like, because Michael Myers is he's probably... he's just a bloke, he's just a bloke in a mask, he's not, there's nothing like paranormal about him, is there? Well, Michael Myers has been shot six times in the heart, oh, yeah. he's been blown <laughs> up, he's been set on fire, he's been riddled with bullets and lobbed down a mine shaft, he's been stabbed, bottled, glassed. He's been strapped into an ambulance which then rolls down a hill before being pinned to a tree and decapitated. He's been booted through a pane of glass, thrown off a balcony, barricaded inside a burning building. He's been hanged from a crane. He's been stabbed again in the heart and face. And he learned how to drive just by sitting in an insane asylum for 15 years. (laughs) So All that aside though, is he paranormal? I think he is a bit weird, yeah. yeah. If we go through this film, then uh, my uh, first favorite bit is when. Well, you like any kind of institution where people are locked up, don't yeah, you? Yeah, so. of course. But my first bit before all that is um, when you see what Michael Myers has actually done and why he's why he's why he's been banged up for most of his young life. Your favorite part of Halloween was seeing a seventeen-year-old, no, semi-naked girl no. get stabbed to death. You didn't let me finish. It's when he he walks out of the house, takes the mask off, it turns from his point of view, so you realise it is a little kid who's done it. His mum and dad have just come out for a night out. He's obviously covered in blood, which is obviously his sister's blood, because he's still alive, she's in there. And the mum kind of just raises her eyebrows as if they've come in and the, and the washing machine has stopped halfway through a cycle. <laughs> like, he's, he, 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 you remember that bit? She, the mum yeah. just yeah. goes, oh... Like that, and they just step. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's one of the most horrifying things. How much do you reckon those guys over the years went back to that last minute of peace in the taxi on the way home when all they were bothered about was probably like, did you hear 
what Tracy said earlier. Like, <laughs> like, do you not think that was a bit a bit off? They pull in and their son has murdered their daughter. And he's yeah, I mean, it, w- it wouldn't have been the best Halloween no. memories, would it? Do you know what, though? I think it, it's a clear indication that uh, Michael Myers was not rehabilitated at all. <laughs> but his own, his own psychiatrist just keeps saying... He's evil. There's nothing human about him. <laughs> but that's like, I mean, that guy, absolute. I mean, great performance. But yeah, like you can't. Doctor Sam Loomis. Yeah. Played by Donald Pleasance. And what? Uh... He was the only person who believed that he was paranormal, though. Everyone else, well, didn't know who he was, but yeah. everyone else just thinks if they see him, he's just a weird guy at Halloween with a white mask on. Yeah. Well, talk us through it then. So he's. Mine well, we is basically, mm. he's been. So we're not going to go through the film. No, people know what Halloween is. So what do you like about it? <laughs> I quite like all the killings in it. They're yeah. quite good. The soundtrack's amazing. Um, the fact, like the stuff I was talking about earlier about just how it shows menace just through like a guy just following people around just really, really slowly, it just builds it up, which you just wouldn't get now. You just wouldn't get because it's. You need too much patience. I'll tell you what it's not a good advert for. What? Getting a highly sexed 17-year-old girl to babysit for your children. Yeah. No one whatsoever is worried about the well-being of these kids, apart from Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she is She is kind of the, the model of sobriety out of a lot of them, isn't she? The other two do not give a shit, <laughs> do they? No, they're extremely irresponsible, but they all end up dead, don't they? Yeah. Do you know what, incidentally... Do you know what the original title of this film was? Slutty babysitters get chopped up. It was. It was called. It was going to be called. Now think of this. Think how evocative this is. The babysitter murders. Ah, oh, that's what that, it was called. That's got. I mean, that's good though, isn't it? No, it's uh. just really literal, isn't it? That's uh. the equivalent of calling Jaws a shot that goes mental and eats loads of people. What? And you wouldn't watch that? Yeah, of course I would. Yeah. It wouldn't fit as well on the side of a DVD. No. Here's another little bit of trivia for you. You know the highly foreboding Myers household that goes into kind of disrepair and they end up catching Michael there and shooting him and stuff. Um, That is now a chiropractic clinic. Is it? Yeah. How come you don't ever want to go there on one of your little holidays? What do you mean one of my little holidays? You know, like one of your your good holidays when when you went to see all the Jaws stuff. Well, because it's not Jaws, is it? Jaws was like set in the place where it was filmed. This was just filmed. I don't know where it was filmed, actually. Do you know what? They they would never have had a problem. They wouldn't have a problem selling that house these days. No, I think they've moved it, actually. They've been bought on an auction within a week. You know, here's another little bit of trivia for you. The guy who Laurie's mate tries to set her up with, Ben Tramer, his name was... The same name as this guy who John Carpenter used to go to school with, Ben Tramer, yeah. who went on to become a writer for Saved by the Bell. Bloody hell. Yeah. Why did he call him after his mate? Just, well, why not? He named loads of people after stuff. Laurie Strode was named after one of his exes. Is there anyone in particular you went to school with or whatever you'd, you'd name a character after? No. Oh, right. You? <laughs> Good one. Uh, what about all those guys you grassed up? Probably not. Um, maybe the, the, I told you about this guy a few times. That guy 
Simon Gavigood, the most unluckiest person I've ever met, the one who... Um, well, unluckier than you. Well, yeah, his, like, his mum died, his dad committed suicide, his you know. sister died, um, and then he got his bike nicked four times. <laughs> Fuck you now. Yeah. So maybe just, you know, just to pay, you know, just something nice for him to have. I've had my bike nicked four times. Yeah, I remember being you out, out with you in Oldham once, me and my brother, and we yeah. came out of that pub. That was the first one. Yeah. Second one got robbed in Soho. They just lifted it over a lamppost and ran off with it. Yeah. Third one got rabbed, robbed. Um, ironically, got rabbed. <laughs> no, I meant robbed. I what, said robbed. What did you say, rabbed? Yeah, I was just. <laughs> I'm really hungover. Uh, right. Third one got robbed. Ironically, when I went to the first and turned out to be last Krav Maga lesson oh, to, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to help me fight the street hoodlums of London. I came outside, they'd rob my bike. Wasn't that guy slightly linked to John Terry? No, he just looked exactly the same uh, as John Terry. Uh, yeah, you know, like a bold John Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when, anyway, let's get back to Halloween. Right. When Carpenter finished a first cut of Halloween, he showed it to an executive producer who said to him, it do, this doesn't work and there's nothing scary about it at all. Carpenter went off to compose the soundtrack, which he did himself in three days. Which is very good. Yeah. And then it was released, obviously, and it became pretty much an instant success. But the one thing about that is, what kind of comment was that from the, the exec producer who was supposed yeah. to be all over it? He basically said, yeah, this film is shit, you're shit, and it's not going to happen for any of us. Now get out of my sight, mate. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it's it's not... Feedback should always be slightly constructive, yeah. and that isn't. Yeah. Is it? Guess how much Carpenter was paid for directing, writing, and composing the score to Halloween, 1978. I mean, how long would he have spent on that? Well, they shot it in 21 days. He did the score in three days. I don't know how long it took to write. He had the idea ages ago, but... I don't know, like, those days, I don't, I don't know, what hell, like five grand or something? $10,000. So yeah, about five grand, yeah. What do you mean? About $5,000, oh, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he retained, uh, that deal was that he got 10% of all the profits, which probably worked yeah, out so really well for yeah. him. Yeah. How come no one else making horror films had ever thought to do something about Halloween, or call it Halloween? I don't know. They they probably had, haven't they? I'm not sure. You've caught me out here because I've not done research into other Halloween stuff. But there were other there were other films set around Halloween. I suppose it doesn't matter if if you call a film Halloween and another one already has because you just if you do a much better one, no one will ever remember anything else. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the new Halloween's out now. Which if we were clever, we would have gone and watched that and did a podcast on that instead of a 40-year-old horror film. If we were clever, though, doing a podcast, we probably wouldn't have taken six months off from doing one when it was going all right. Yeah, and if we were clever, we probably just wouldn't do a podcast anyway. Why? It's just a waste of time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? Listen, do you want to do a quick quiz about... Yeah, because I'm really, I'm really running out of steam here. About... And I just got a text off Just Eat saying, our oh, order's on its way. Right. Would well, you want to do a quick quiz about Star of Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. Yeah. So the little song that I've written for this about Jamie Lee mm, Curtis goes yeah. like this. 
Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis, do you know anything about her? Are oh, your answers worthless? Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis, do you know anything about her? Or are your answers worthless? All right. So nice one. I'm going to read out some facts, or and, and some of them are just going to be straight out questions about Jamie Lee Curtis. Right? There's five of them. First one. So, all right. Yeah. Sorry. Some of them are going to be true or false. Some of them are going to be questions. This is a shoddily put together quiz already. Sh- shut up. Which film did she win a BAFTA for Best Supporting Role? Probably A Fish Called Wanda. No, it's a good guess, but it was Trading Places. Oh, okay. She made a television debut in an episode of Columbo. Is that true or false? False. It's true. Fucking hell. Yeah. Which successful Hollywood actor is her godson? Um. Oh, fuck knows. Um. Is his second name Curtis? No. No, he's like he. Is he really young? He's young-ish. He's like he's younger than her, a lot younger than her. Well, yeah, obviously. How, how old is he's he? He's around about our age, I think. Is he well successful or just doing all right? Yeah, I mean, he, he yeah, he is he an A-lister? Yeah, he wouldn't bat an eyelid about like paying for this takeaway for me and you now. Yeah, I don't mean how much like I don't mean how much he's money very, he got. He's very successful. Is he an A-lister though? Is yes. he a star yes. or is he just a wicked actor? Okay. Yes. Ryan Gosling. No, Jake Gyllenhaal. Fucking hell. Yeah. Right. So you're not didn't doing, know that. You're not doing very well. No, I'm not. No. I haven't got you. Haven't got any of them. Right. Unlike me and you, Jamie Lee Curtis bravely <laughs> admitted that alcohol was ruining her life and came out as an alcoholic. But when really? Did, when did she become sober? Was it 1993? 99 or 2004? Um, probably... Probably 93. It was 99. Come on. Right, last one, true or false. Jamie Lee Curtis is a massive fan of World of Warcraft. Yeah, she is. That's true. It is true. Yes. Yeah. Well, come on, I think you should take that back a bit there. That, that was quite good. Yeah, it was pretty good, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, alcoholic. Fucking hell. But then, I mean, surely most people, you must struggle not to be with getting that amount of fame at, like, what was she, how old was she in that film? In Halloween, she was, I think she was 19 in Halloween. And her parents are, like, highly famous, aren't they? Like, she's brought up Yeah, Janet Leigh, Tony Curtis, yeah. 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 So, in Halloween... She so she's obviously the daughter of Janet Lee, who was in Psycho. Donald Pleasance's character, Doctor Loomis, was named after a character who was going out with her mum in Psycho. Yeah, he was Sam Loomis. Donald Pleasance was I can't remember his, he was Doctor Loomis or whatever. So he was named after him, and then in Scream, the killer in Scream, Billy Loomis was named after Donald Pleasance in. Halloween. So it all comes full circle. Yeah, right. And here's another little tip bit for you as well, another little bit of trivia. So in Halloween, at the end of Halloween, when she tells the kids, run down the street to the Mackenzie's, don't stop until you get there. Yeah? Yeah. In Scream, when Drew Barrymore gets it, the dad tells the mum to run down the street to the Mackenzie's as a tribute to Halloween. Yeah? Then in Halloween H2O, yeah. 
Jamie Lee Curtis says to another kid, run down the street to the Beckers, which is the name of Drew Barrymore's family in Scream. Bloody hell. How mental is that? Yeah. I mean, it's not that mental, but... There's a lot of tribute being paid, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Joking in one of the last ones, they'll go, just run anywhere. There's, there's no one left. Like... <laughs> yeah. You're a, you're a massively secondary character. You're probably not going to get killed. You'll be all right. Yeah. Right, so we had to stop the podcast because our Chinese food arrived and also I shut the lid of the laptop about 10 minutes before the end and realized, we realised that we'd lost the last 10 minutes of the podcast, but it wasn't that good anyway. No, it was so. some of the greatest podcasting there'll probably ever be. It wasn't. I can't even remember what it was. Yeah. but It wasn't. I mean, you basically asked me if your mate Mikey Wright from back home would have Michael Myers. Oh, yeah, you, and you didn't answer, and that's when the buzzer went. Yeah, no, I know, I said yes, he probably would. Well, Mikey Wright would batter Michael Myers. Yeah, but then he can't die, can he, Myers? So it's like, eventually, he'd wear you down. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Well, Mike's pretty hard, he'd probably go at it for a while. Yeah, well, he wouldn't give in. Do you reckon I'd batter Michael Myers? No. Why? Why? Because neither of us would. He's, I mean... The guy's not a pussy, is he? Mikey Wright's well hard. What I'm saying, he, he yeah, but I'm I'm well hard. No. Uh. Uh. Well, I'm a bit offended by that. Yeah, well. Who else would batter Michael Myers? Tyson, early Tyson. Well, like 19, 20 years old Tyson. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably. What about you? If you were be, if you were really nastily drunk. Don't think so. Uh. No. Uh, that guy Jason probably. Yeah, I mean, it's some of the horror nerds always talk about... Well, horror nerds, I'm talking about me as well. Yeah. Because Jason and Freddy Krueger have had a fight, and that turned out pretty much a draw. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, th- I don't know. I'd have to go with Jason, because he's bigger. He's, like, much bigger. He's, like, a big monster. But then Michael's mental. Stuart Pearce, the footballer. Like Stuart Pearce would batter Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah. He was well had. No problem. Well, there we are then. I think that's enough, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's your lot for that's your lot this uh, this no. six months. No, I mean for people who batter Myers. Oh right, right. Because okay. it's a bit. Um, I do feel a bit sorry for him because he should have had better care. Oh well, come on, but he was he was pure evil anyway. He wasn't. Just, said. You can't go around saying stuff like that if you're a child psychologist. He killed his fucking sister. So loads of people have in the past and been rehabilitated. Yeah, but then he came out 15 years later and murdered loads of other people. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't getting the right care in there. Oh, I'm not getting into this. What sort of place deals with vulnerable, mentally ill people and lets them wander around at night in the rain outside? Well, they didn't, did they? He escaped from the sanatorium. But there was he loads escaped. of them outside there when they pulled up. Yeah, because he had, like, opened... He'd smashed out, and then let everyone out on the way out for yeah. a laugh. Yeah, I suppose you, you would go outside for a bit as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. You'd it's like it's like in Ben Hur when the when the boat gets rammed and Heston like escapes, but he lets loads of the other slaves out as well. It goes on, Judah. It goes on. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you are. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, all right. Well, let's. Let's wrap this up because. I was just say, imagine you were incarcerated at the same place as Myers, and then like, he smashed the door and, and nicks a car, 
and the next couple of weeks they go, right, well, there'll be no, there's no telly in the evenings then. Oh, that'd be horrible. And they're all going, but why? We didn't nick a car. And they go, yeah, well, you shouldn't have all gone outside. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking hell. Yeah, it'd be horrible. It'd be really boring in there. So what you're saying is it's not just the teenagers who were viciously murdered who are the, who are the victims of Michael Myers in the first Halloween Loads film. Loads of people. Loads of people. Yeah, and those cops probably feel pretty stupid as well. After after he, he went into that hardware store and rob, yeah. robbed some rope and a knife and the cop just went, oh, it's probably just kids. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, was it? Nah, it was Michael Myers. Yeah, no, it wasn't. The old M&M, Big Mickey M, the yeah. Myatron. Yeah, come on, let's wrap this up yeah. then. Well, that's it then, isn't it, really? So, yeah, sorry for the delay. And Yeah, we're going to start doing this every two weeks. See you in a couple of weeks. Right. Oh, so we, one thing we didn't mention, because we got cut off the last one, is we're going to watch... I don't know if we're going to do that, though, next week. Oh, right. we might do. Well, before Christmas, we'll be watching a film called uh, Muscle Santa. <laughs> no, Santa with Muscles. Oh, right, yeah. Get it right, otherwise it sounds stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Starring Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Do you know what Hulk Hogan's real name was? DC Latrice. I don't know. I was just. Wondering. Oh no, I don't know either. No. I think it is a female name though. You know, loads of really hard blokes have got female names. Yeah, like John Wayne, Marion. Marion something. Marion Wayne. No, no, it's Marion. Uh, John Acedact, uh, the wrestler, was Shirley Crabtree. Shirley Crabtree, yeah. Yeah. Marion Morrison, Bloody John hell. Wayne's real name. Oh, yeah, your battery's on nothing now, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, peace out. Yeah, see you later. Bye. Hello there, this is Lee Gant. We once again forgot to encourage you to subscribe to the What's The Point Paranormal podcast using iTunes or SoundCloud. Please do so, and then you can listen to us on the go, or in the gym, or on the way to work, or in the bath, or... What, or all of those things or whatever thank you